Ahoy, welcome to the Design That Scales weekly podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Anna. This is the go-to source for non-designers to get the latest design tips and tricks to scale their business. In today's episode, we'll be talking about blog posts, how you can elevate them and take them to the next level. And uh, before we do that, do you have a fun fact for us today, Anna? I do. I have a fun fact. Um, It's nice weather outside, um, but I haven't actually seen one of these in a while. And what I'm talking about is rainbows. So, did you know, Ben, that the Earth is the only planet in our solar system with rainbows? No. What? <laughs> no. You're like, I never thought about it. <laughs> no. Really? N- like, no. Like, stop it. No. Stop, stop it. it. Is that the yeah, no? like, That's the no. Shut the front door and get out of town. Scallywag. Go to a different Do planet. Do not pass go and collect $200. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of, yeah, no, that's the emphasis. Well, interesting. So, the reason that Earth is the only planet in our solar system with rainbows is because we're the only planet with consistent liquid precipitation and direct sunlight. So, yeah, you need combo of precipitation and sunlight equals a rainbow. So it's interesting. They say that on Saturn, on the Saturn moon of Titan. Isn't that just Saturn? The moon of Saturn. Oh, the moon called Titan. Yes, that's it. For the planet Saturn. I can't say I know Saturn's moons very well. but (laughs) She has um, a few. But they do believe that there's a liquid methane um, rainstorm sort of situation, which can cause a few interesting like hazy colours, but it's nothing like Earth's rainbow. So we shouldn't be trying to escape to Mars. We need to protect the Earth so that we can keep looking at rainbows. Lovely. Yeah. And what about you, Ben? Do you have a fun fact? I do. Um, Mine's a graphic design fact Mm -hmm. today. I don't normally do them. So anyone who knows a designer will know that designers hate Comic Sans and it's closely followed by the font papyrus. Papyrus? I should know that. It's a map. Papyrus. It's the font that they use for Avatar, I believe. It's so hated, this font, designer Ben Herman decided to combine the two to make a super font called Comic Papyrus. So some may argue this is a historical event in the graphic design world, and this guy obviously has six sense of humor and a gluttony for punishment. Oh, is it? does it look terrible? Actually, it didn't look so bad. Really? <laughs> you, would you use it on a design? I would not. It's kind of like... You know that dress that went around? It's like, is it orange? Is it gray or is it blue? And half the people saw blue and half the oh. people saw gray. When I look at it, it's either you see Comic Sans or you see Papyrus. But papyrus. it's kind of jarring. It's just not a nice font. That's the point. That's the, the point. point. Yeah. <laughs> That's my fun fact. Great. Well, I'll be sure to avoid it if I'm ever needing to choose a font. Yes. Well, we <laughs> should never be looking for Comic Sans or Papyrus or one that's combined <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. It's a monster. I'm not the monster here. You are. It's not a real font. (laughs) (laughs) We're quoting Shrek if anyone didn't pick that up. I stole my gingerbread legs. Duh. Are you kidding me? I don't know that's not the words. Yeah, it's a great film. Actually, I haven't watched it in ages. It's kind of like a Christmassy film as well. I feel like Shrek is something uh, you'd watch around Christmas, don't you think? Yes, it is. Sorry, it's not Fate. I've tried to be fair to you creatures. Now my patience has reached its end. Tell me! He stole my gum, gumdrop buttons. <laughs> That's the point. He stole, he stole my gingerbread feet. Oh, I think that came next. <laughs> and then there's a scene where he's laying there and he has no 
feet because they've been eaten. So yeah, there is. Or one of them. No, because he's got a he's got a walking Perhaps, stick, it, yeah. a candy cane walking stick. Ah, candy so you're you're pretty close. Yeah, close enough. Just not both of the feet. Just the one foot. <laughs> Just the one. Just the one foot. And his gumdrop buttons. Well, that's enough about gingerbread. And today, of course, we are going to be talking about graphic design in your blogs or your blog setup. And Ben will start us off with the first one. So tell us a bit about blog header banners. So blog header banners, the banners that feature on your blog post. More importantly, I'll probably talk about WordPress blog post header images. So they're often the featured image. So they're the image that sits on the post itself. And it's the image that is also comes through on post previews on LinkedIn, Facebook. So that's when someone shares your post, what it actually looks like. So it's very important that you design these with that in mind, more so than the post itself. So for us, we use a template, but we have designed ours in a specific ratio. So that if someone does share the blog post, like the header, uh, which we all know from previous podcasts is one of the most important things yes. uh, comes through and shines when that piece of content is shared because often if you just share a link um, and it doesn't have a really nice featured image it's it never really enticing for someone to click and want to find out more so you want to make sure your blog post image headers or featured image have the same sort of impact you would use for a social post or a facebook ad picture speaks a thousand words so it's the whole blog post in a picture it does it's not quite <laughs> oh well it depends how lazy your copywriter is <laughs> that's true i'm joking i joke i think most blog posts are about 500 words yeah, roughly, roughly yeah the longer form is interesting and linkedin apparently if you're posting blogs onto linkedin you want it to be like a thousand words oh like on linkedin articles yeah like an organic what do you call it no native a native blog post yeah i think that's good that's their linkedin articles i believe linkedin articles. yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> the technical term that's a technical term but this the same methodology works for linkedin because you need to create a an image header for that so again using strong font strong title really engaging image for your blog post mm. uh, that's going to draw attention mm. uh, that becomes very shareable and that is the first tip yes. is creating a blog post image header that is on spec mm. um, and what I mean by on spec is making sure that the font is in the right spot of the image so when it is shared because all the social platforms crop the image in a different way in a different format so mm. you want to make sure that it's been optimized by a designer so that when it is shared nothing that is important uh, gets cut off by the natural cropping of the social platform. Good tip, Ben. And so that's my tip for blog post header images, which mm. leads us on to product or lifestyle imagery. What's best, Anna? Yes, you know, existing in the copywriting world. And, and so often when you think of a blog post, you just think of a big blob of copy that's just terrifying. Boring. Yeah, boring, Elias. That's, that's <laughs> the alert that goes off in the brain. And we know what we have, you know, our attention spans are so small, I think. Maybe you've gone down to seven seconds, but it's so often, I don't know, you've probably experienced it too, but you just, yeah, you come across a blog and you just, you kind of just skim through the headlines or you just read the intro and then, you know, move on. So it's like, if we really want people to digest our content, your blog content, because either maybe you're showing that you're an expert or you're educating them about your product and why they need it, you want people to read your blog posts. I mean, they help SEO, sure. There's that angle. Yes. A lot of blog posts are written purely for SEO most of the time. By show of hands, because I can see you all, (laughs) uh, how many of you have picked up one of those trashy magazines about like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's broke up wedding and have just read the captions that are in the images. I don't think I ever read any of the articles. No. I just skimmed through the pages and read the captions that were on each image and the headline. Yeah, the drama. The drama. The drama drama of it that's true that is true so (laughs) as we can see you know well firstly now we know that ben reads you know 
Trashy uh, mags. Actually, I, I don't <laughs> anymore. I picked up the first one, Confession, when I was younger, early 20s. I used to pick up one every week. Uh, and I stuck somewhere waiting and I picked up, oh, okay, I'll pick one up because I'm bored. I swear it was the same celebrity drama that was from 10 years ago. It was still about Angelina oh Jolie, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston and what she was up to. I'm like, hello, has time not moved on? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, we are talking about blog posts, uh, but do get your dose of trashy nags. We also <laughs> encourage that. Um, breaking up text is so important and product or lifestyle images are perfect for that or just space you know I was looking through our blogs our blog articles this morning and you know often look at other businesses blogs to see what they're doing and it's so helpful to be digesting content when you are seeing an image that matches a particular paragraph or section of the blog or maybe you've just added space maybe you've just broken it up so that Mm. people's brains have a little bit of space to breathe and when we write blog articles, we often use, you know, a variety of font sizes. So for the headlines, if it's your, maybe it's a guide. So we write a lot of guides, 11 things that you need designed for your e-commerce business. We make sure that we have a really clear headline for each of those 11 points, maybe embolden the headline, but we often have images that support that. Bullet points are such an underestimated element. I did a, recently did a copywriting course and it spoke a lot about how there are so many paragraphs that could easily be transferred into bullet points and our brains love bullet points so make sure you're trialing your bullet points as well as adding in some lifestyle images i I prefer people just talk to me in bullet point lists to be honest (laughs) (laughs) cheryl i don't have time for this paragraph bullet point yeah bullet point people get too verbose (laughs) don't they they really do and just a few hot stats to um, round us out on this point according to copy blogger eight out of ten people only read headlines we know that so making sure you've got some solid headlines there readers only consume 20 percent of the content on a page so be concise break it up with clear images um, and we're going to go a little bit into more detail on illustrated infographics ben yes but before that i just have one more fun fact in regards to it's not lifestyle imagery or photography but you just had me thinking about newspapers and magazines they're easy to read, and there's an e- reason they're easy to read. Mm. Do you know why that might be? Because they're so dot points? <laughs> no, uh, no. They're actually Some. hardly ever dot, dot Actually, points. that's true. It's big paragraphs. Yeah. Why is, it, is it, why is it easy to read? So people have a better time reading things in columns. So What? Once there's been some research on it, so the ideal character length of a lot of sentence should be 75 characters. Once it gets past 75 characters in the length, people struggle to read it. Wow. So that's just a fun fact for you. And we actually have put this in people's brand guides before is Mm. that no block of text should be wider than 75 characters for readability. Mm. So it's just something to think about um, as well when you do create design or even your blog post layout, making sure that you haven't got lots of tiny text and it's very long to read because it'll be harder for people to read and just be like, so (laughs) don't do it. Uh, If you can put it in columns uh, or you use images to kind of make a, a false column so putting text to the left with an image on the right, that'll help people read the text that's on the left Yeah, because um, it creates a body of text that you read that's easier. That's a great tip. I never knew that. Well, there you go. I'm just full of them today. Full of them. Another fun fact for you all today. Um, <laughs> which move infographics, that's correct. And, and that leads us to custom infographics. So if you're talking about a dry subject, maybe you have some really cool stats that you want to pull out into your article and make it more engaging. If you want to use those infographics to help you with add a column so that your text is easy to read, we recommend that you get custom infographics made for your blog post uh, to pull out key call outs from the post. So as I kind of mentioned earlier, I 
like to look at pictures and not read content. So if I go through an article and there's key call outs that you want your audience to, I guess, absorb, an infographic will really help people like me who are more visually inclined, who don't want to read the whole thing, just pull out the most important things. So infographics will do that in a great way. Uh, you could actually even animate them too if you wanted to create a little bit of um, extra flair, depending on, I would say, depending on the uh, importance of your blog article, whether it's an SEO piece, maybe you don't really care to put that much effort in, but if it's something that you actually want to put marketing spend behind, it's a really good article, it's really going to engage, increase engagement as well So sales, you might want to put some money on that and then mm. increase the um, visual appeal to that with animated graphics, infographics. Um, yeah, so that's what we recommend. And we also recommend that also go through your guides as well, quite well. So that would be mm. infographics, get an illustrator on, pull out those stats, make it sexy and super digestible because uh, that's what infographics do. And that leads us on to our last topic, which is what you could do with your blog post beyond the post itself. Beyond the post itself. And yeah, as we've discussed, blog posts are you know text heavy. They're hard to digest sometimes. So what's a way of giving and re we love repurposing content here. That's something we love to do. Everyone should be doing it, giving it a longer life. So how can we elevate our blog? Well, we can elevate it by actually simplifying it um, and turning it into a carousel. So across socials, um, we do them a lot on Instagram. Of course, a carousel is where you've got multiple frames that you can swipe through. And they're a great format for telling a story or, you know, sort of taking people through explainers in a really concise, simple way. So a way that you might simplify your blog post, for example, if the post itself is around what are some different ways to write the top ways to write a creative brief with impact? So maybe you've got a point on include the information about the target audience. Maybe you've got some stuff around make sure you have a deadline, make sure you include high quality assets, whatever those elements are. That type of thing is perfect to transfer into a carousel where you you really clearly name it. So how to write an excellent brief is frame one. And then frame from frame two onwards, you start to really explain those steps in the blog. So nice. Do you do you go through a lot of carousels, Ben? Do you like a good carousel? I love a good carousel. Yeah. I like carousels because they're in, if you do them well with a nice little headline, they're also interactive. So mm. you can't help but go, oh, what's next? Absolutely. And if you've been on the dating apps, you know, you, your thumb's probably really used to the quick swiping. So maybe not too quick, but then you can digest it pretty quickly. I haven't been on the dating apps since I was swipe, swipe left or swipe right. Really? So I, I don't know this. What, what were the dating apps like back then? Back then. Back then. Back then. Well, it was just your heart. There was no filter. <laughs> it was no like matching up. It was just like any man and his dog could come at you. <laughs> yeah, which is terrifying that is truly terrifying and I'm such a nice person that I'm like oh I could I had to have a conversation with every single person really just to be polite I couldn't I oh, couldn't leave people gosh. in red oh <laughs> no, well don't stand up our carousel it doesn't quite work but you know what I mean um, so yeah, carousels are an excellent way. There are 10 frames that you can use, of course, and we often do that. And we, we love adding a call to action in our last frame as well. So of course, whatever your blog is, whether the content is an explainer or maybe a guide of some kind, it's really great to give it that second life, give it a boost. And of course, drive some sort of customer action. So on the last frame, we really love having a, a question maybe to get people to think about if they might need our service or more just creatively to get them get them inspired you know because that's what we like to do so yeah definitely have a go at that and let us know how you go 
Amazing. Well, today we have spoken about all the ways you can elevate your blog. Ben took us through header banners, how to leverage WordPress, get LinkedIn happening as well, because there are articles there that you will need to spruce up with a banner. We also spoke about breaking up text with product or lifestyle imagery and space. Of course, we love a bit of blank space, mindfulness, if you will. Then Ben took us through custom illustrated infographics, how you can use those to really help elevate and explain your blog content. And and then we rounded it out with turning your blog into a carousel for socials because we love some short digestible content. Whoa, soon did Captain Coco come to bring unlimited designs and rum. Thanks for listening to Design That Scales. If you'd like to get some help to elevate your blog posts, follow us on Instagram at 55knotsagency and get in touch. Join the Design That Scales Facebook group and get even more weekly design tips from our team. We'll see you there. Come on! Dum 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 da 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 da